3: Kenny, Pete, Joe. Evening. And evening, everyone. Oh, yeah, Kenny, Pete, and Joe. That's it. That's <laughs> you three. Church bells are ringing. What's going on here with, with the comments? doesn't seem like there's many comments in a minute. Maybe, I don't know. Is it because of subscribers? I, I forgot to press I forgot to do it. I just realised that. Forgot to make it subscribers only. So if you haven't subscribed, oh. there you go. You're in. I think maybe, I don't know, Just a slow start on, um, slow start on comments, but never mind. There's plenty of time for comments because there's loads to talk about, boys. There's been five games since our last podcast. Um, And we predicted in that last podcast the the points that we get from these next five games. One of us got it right. Does anyone know who that was? Me? No. I'm going to guess me. Let's run the clip. What are you thinking, boys? Pete, how many points do you think from the next five games?
2: Right. Um, one.
3: Loss. Uh four, two. Nine. Nine points. I was thinking nine. Do you know why? Go on. Well, just on average, try and win three home games. But ain't gonna, yeah, go on. What, Joe, what are you thinking? I'm going to go eight. I think we'll
0: get two wins, two draws and a loss. So, eight. yeah,
4: that's eight,
3: isn't it? Yeah, everyone's yeah. sound about the same. Ken, what do you think? All
4: right, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going super positive. Right? So, I'm <laughs> going to go for 11.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you've changed. Kenny, Kenny, not... what
0: have you been drinking,
3: mate? Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, you can't say you want the manager out and then what? say we're going to get 11 points for 15. Joke,
0: oh, go, go ahead, that bang on. Two wins, two <laughs> draws, and a loss.
3: He got it spot on, didn't you? I wasn't a million miles away when I said, um, well, three home games, so three home wins. We've got seven points from those home games. So the last five games, boys, we're pretty where we expected to be. Are we happy customers though? Pete, are we happy?
2: Yeah, I think so, Dan. I think uh, I, I would try to make a video at the end of Saturday. I think I, I'm- I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but I think <laughs> we're five. Oh, no, I was wrong. I worked with the boys. I looked at the wrong table. But, um, yeah, i yeah, the two wins, I think you said that would be two draws. You'll be happy with two draws was the Watford and the West Brom game, if yeah. I recall. And, uh, you know, I thought, no, we've got, we got to win that game. So, um, and then, yeah, two. If you said to me nine points, I think we'd all been happy with that. We'd all been happy with the with the outcome. The only disappointment there, obviously, was the still game. You know, the rest of mm. them, four draw at um, Birmingham. But um, it was, it, no, it was better, better at Birmingham. Um, but Addisfield was the poor show
4: out of them, you know. Yeah. We're
2: so, going to talk about yeah, that. We're going to talk yeah. about it. So I'm, I'm sort of happy where we are, you know. I'm happy where we are.
3: We're tenth in the table, Ken. One game away from international break. We were three points short of your predicted total. I'm not giving. Well, I'm going to have to ask: Are you happy? For those who may not have seen your full time video on Saturday.
4: Yeah, no, absolutely not happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bog standard. Um, I'm, I'm over the moon with it. I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't think that we'd beat Watford. Um, I think that we... I think, I think I said that we'd beat West Brom, but I expected a lot more out of the last three games. Um, so, on, the, on one side, really happy with the Watford game and, and the West Brom game, but really, really disappointed with the last three games.
3: Classic though, Joe, in it. We uh, beat the teams we should and don't get results against the teams we should on That's paper. That's it.
0: Back on. Isn't it? Like, going into the uh, Watford game, uh, thought it would be a big struggle. Weren't expecting, well, I don't think anyone was expecting that result, really. Um, but yeah, uh, two good wins. Uh, Watford, West Brom picking up, four wins on the bounce, really positive. Then we go to Huddersfield away and it's just a really poor performance at Huddersfield. That just, that just really uh, killed our momentum, let us down a bit. But um, do you know what? The last two games, even though nil-nil draws, I haven't got too many major complaints yeah. with the performances, in all honesty. So I'm actually quite happy with uh, where we are at the minute. We are
3: one game away from the international break, as I said, 10th in the division.
0: It's 10, ten points off the... top. Yeah. Game
3: in and and. And it's what we're expected to do. Hmm. But listen, you and Pete suffered Huddersfield this season. Me and Kenny purposely didn't go because of <laughs> Huddersfield last season, so now we've and all none experienced. Of us go next season. We've all experienced. <laughs> now we should all go together next season. Okay, I hope hopefully Huddersfield get relegated. We'll never have to go again. But listen, we went from there's five games to cover. We won't like one of them all. But What we all say we'll start with a Watford game. I titled my post-match analysis "As Good As It Gets" because that was as good as it gets. Why was it so good? Were Watford bad? Were we that good, or was it a one-off? Because it was Pete, a complete performance, mate, wasn't it? First half, especially, obviously, yeah,
2: we did. We actually blew them away, didn't we? Um, I think it, everyone in the stadium was in shock at that first half performance. It was, it was. Uh, we was on the front foot. There was intent. There was passion. There was running, and they had no answer to it. They had no answer what, whatsoever. You know, it's just a pity that, you know, you can't get that team to perform like that week in, week out. But, yeah, we just took them to the cleaners that first half. And uh, obviously, we laid off them in the second half. But one of the best first halves of a Mill display I've seen in donkeys years. Yeah. I, I well, really, was. really
3: was. We was always shocked half-time what's happening? 3-0. No. And it's like you uh, say, in the second uh, half, it was, a, it was a good performance in the football Like, because we closed the out very professionally, didn't we?
2: Yeah. We had to just nullify them setting up. we have done the job, done a job in the first half. And let's be honest, we could have actually got four or five, you know, uh, for better finishing. But, you know, no complaints about the Watford game whatsoever. Just took us all by surprise, that one.
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely did. Um, so what was, what was, what can we put our finger on in the Watford game? The tactics, the, the formation, the team he picked because he actually had Volsama right, Bennett left and Bradshaw up front. Joe, what 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 was so good about the Watford game? Apart from I think... That's, <laughs> I, that's what
0: I was going to say. I think literally everything just fell into place. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, best performance I've seen in years. Um, I think we set up right, um, starting to... We had a little bit of a settled side... Um, I can't remember. what game Hutch got injured in? No, not that he one. He didn't play that one, did he? No. But I think we... we one West, next one. Yeah, we, we, we had a bit of a settled side there. It seemed that the players were now sort of getting to know each other. Everyone knew what they was doing. And as, as I say, everything just seemed to fall into place. And it was brilliant.
3: Mm. And then we follow up with that with another win against West Brom. We don't want to keep going on about this guy returning, but he did. And he, in my opinion, made that mistake. What's your
4: thoughts on that, Ken?
3: Well, if I
4: if I can just quickly answer the, the Watford question, because I've got it all written down. Oh, sorry, man. I didn't think you saw it. That was all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, I've got just three notes just on, on the Watford game. One was the team formation was perfect. And like Joe said, we'd started playing a, a team that was playing every single game together, starting a gel, etc. I believe that the players at that point as well against Watford are given a free roll. I don't think that Rowett had a chance to get his teeth sunk into that that formation. And I feel like they were allowed to express themselves a lot more. And one key thing that I'm going to say, and I'm probably going to say a lot today, Hutchinson was in the side. And I think that when Hutchinson's in the side... Not just defensively, are we a lot stronger? I think he's our he's our leader. He's our the, the the voice on the pitch. If that makes as as much as we need a bit more out of it, I think that he's very much a, a key figure in our mm. squad, um, especially on the pitch. So, i it, it, looking through games on games where we've had Hutchinson in the team. We do seem to perform a lot better. Hundred percent. So, so that's my 100%. Watford answer. Um, Jed Wallace. Look, Jed is a very, very passionate supporter. And uh, I'm always going to say that, you know, he gave everything for the club. I don't think that he celebrated with any intention of, of a pissing off the Millwall fans. I think he would have done that in any game. Um, and, I, and I think it just got the better of him and, and, and he celebrated. I'm not going to hold it against him. We, we seem to forget very quickly that it was Millwall that didn't want to keep
3: him. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, I get that. I think he's one of them players that has to play with his heart on his sleeve. And he has to have that bit of arrogance and that extra bit of belief. So the way he's reacting, I think I think it's just, yeah, one, he's got the better of him. Or two, he just thought, when are going to give me shit? I'll have a little bit back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it definitely backfired, boys. He was getting some serious shit where I was. I expect he was in the old Dockers Upper as well, will he?
0: Oh, you know, Mark's right. territory. Big time, rightly so. I said before the game, I said um, I wouldn't really give him much stick. I, I don't think he really deserves it. No. Don't get me wrong. There was um, people saying, oh, yeah, he's done that because he was getting stick already. But I think it was only a small percentage that were giving him stick. But then after he'd done that, he celebrated that cross like he scored the goal.
3: Yeah, and yeah. then I
0: think rightly so, the, the whole crowd has sent turn. And, and we all did. And I think, yeah, yeah, he got a little bit of stick, but um, it, it wasn't the whole crowd. And then I think
3: he let himself down with that, to be honest.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, so definitely was. Just show a bit more respect, you know? Yeah. Where do you stand? Ken's saying he doesn't hold it against him. I'm not saying it. it's, it's done now. It's done and dusted. But it was just surprising, yeah. did it, Pete? Uh, did you
4: Wait. ask me that? Sorry. Pete, oh. sorry. Sorry.
3: Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Was
2: I surprised at it? Um, yeah, because like I said, I, I think I said in the video, what we made before when he's coming, when I boo him? And I said, no, I wouldn't boo him and then. I think someone said in the comments, you said you weren't going to boo him. Oh no, someone in the crowd said, you said you weren't going to boo him. I said, I wasn't until we done oh, so
3: that. You, at that time, you must have been booing him then. Someone said, that made mate. Yeah,
2: because after he scored that goal. I was calmed ballistic, <laughs> like, like a lot of us did, you know. And um, up to then, I didn't have a problem with him, but you know, He's a professional footballer, and I know they got. They, he knows what it, what's going to be thought He knew he's going to get a bit of stick. He knows, and he must have been thinking in the back of his mind before that game: What do I do if I score? What do I do if I, I make the chance at scored? Do I celebrate? What he should have. He made that mind up before the game. That he was going to do. Yeah. So he, I mean, if he scored, I would hate to think what he. What he would have done if he scored, he'd have probably been <laughs> at the other end of the pitch giving it. Do you know what I mean? So it was yeah. a bit mooted as far as I'm concerned with a, the with a cross. But yes, um, listen, listen, every player knows when they turn their former club, they're going to get stick. It's got to handle it. Yeah, you've got to handle it. You know, going back to the like other players in the past, Timmy Kale, when he scores against us at Everton, don't celebrate. You know what I mean? But then again, we weren't giving Tim Kale stick, to be fair. Um, I don't really know why we was all jumping on Jed's back. Anyway, at the end of the day, he, he, he had to go. Um, he he weren't he were signing a new contract. And he was offering a lot of money coming to like sort of nearly like late, late years of his career. So, do I blame it the going? No, I don't blame it the going. But listen, he's not a Premiership player and he never will be. Um,
3: but yeah, I think he just by doing that silly little thing, he let himself down. You know? I think maybe it was a little bit of a secret agent, Jed, because what he, what he knew that would roll the fans and it seemed to have a little impact on the pitch as well. We turned them over and we seemed to have played them at a really good time because they've now got a new manager in Carlos Cobra and they've got back-to-back wins. But we did turn it round. Callum Stiles gets his first goal for the club. I said that he should play high and left. And, <laughs> no did it, and he did score in the game. <clears throat> However, I don't know. I like him. I really like him, but I don't know if I like him in that position. Randomly, even though he scored.
0: Yeah, I'm the same on that. Yeah, go on. No, do you know what? Originally, I actually said um, I would play Styles up a little bit higher. And I think, was it the Huddersfield game? And I can't remember if there was another example where he did actually play that position. And I don't think it was great. So, yeah, I don't know with him. What is his
3: position then? His natural position? Left wing back. Mm. Well left wing back and slash centre midfielder, isn't it? Yeah, but listen, mm. this
4: this is the same thing that we got with Shackleton. And Shackleton is a central midfielder slash right wing, back. <coughs> he, slash right a, wing let's, back. Let's be honest, in football, you're not a midfielder slash right wing back, you're one or the other. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: yeah. Not a it's a strange thing.
4: Yeah, you know, you're not a midfielder slash goalkeeper. It's the same thing. So Callum Styles had his best game for us when he was left wing back, without a doubt. All right. Yes, yeah, debut, wasn't it? Yeah, but let's be honest. It was a scrappy goal. He's he's managed to get his foot. It's not like he's just scored a weldy from centre midfield.
3: Oh, um, I think it's a good goal. He let it run through good, good composure. You know, he good. let
4: it go under his legs, didn't he? And turned around and it. it yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's not. But it's not a weldy. You know, it's not something that's gonna. It's gonna remember. You're not gonna remember it in two years' time. Um, but what I will say is, I do remember his performance when he played at left wing back. I thought he was absolutely amazing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's his debut, is not it? Yeah. He seems to he seems to have ditched and out the side since. Yeah. Um. All right. So then we're off the back of that. We're we're two fucking wins. I thought we were going to get two points from those games. So we're absolutely flying. We're four straight wins off the back of those two. Um, Middlesbrough, I think, and and um, away game Bristol City. Go into Huddersfield. It's all good. Expecting five wins. I backed us for a win. Go, Morris, were there. Me and Kenny were still mentally in from the season before. <laughs> and we get turned over by a team that's got a temporary manager. I think, no, Mark Frotherham just taken over. And they are bottom of the division. And it was, I said in my full time reaction, it, I've recently watched the Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix. And it, it was worse than that. It was one of the most horrific things I've ever watched. And yes, I have realised my glasses also now look like Jeremy Dahmer. As his name is as well as fucking DJ Barlow. As well as David Nixon. So I will be investing in a new pair of bins. But, boys, what... Oh, that's this cool. is what I want to ask you now about the Huddersfield game. Off the back of four straight wins, I don't think Gary Routt's got a lot to say there with a team talk. Go out, do the same sort of thing. Do we think he's done that and they've just not turned up the players? Or do you think we didn't do the things we've been doing in the previous four games? Because although he was... Four- that was a lot, a lot more standoffish than we had been in previous games.
0: Mm. Do you know what it was with that game, right? Uh, I just think it was a complete off day. Like, I don't know what the players were drinking the night before, but we just looked slow, lethargic, so off the pace. Just everything about it was wrong, like, I can't put my finger yeah, in one thing. It, it, it was more like the, um, the Watford game
2: in the first half, what... Uh, we got to Watford. Honeyfield done to us in the first half. They was on the front foot all the time, yeah? And, you know, it was it was absolutely shocking to actually um, watch that game because it was just them, for, not for 45 minutes, it was 90 minutes, it was them. And, you know, we absolutely offered nothing up because I think no. we expected to turn up and roll them over, right? They upped their game. They probably out millwalled us, right? They had corners, they were, they were going forward with intent, uh, especially the first half, yeah. And then what was shocking about that as well, if you actually watched the highlights on, on Sky and it showed you two, three minutes, it showed you nothing but them attacking and mm. having shots and corners and being, and you never see one clip of us
3: in their half in the highlights. Because that's we got a corner to point. the 20th minute. Huh? Yeah, we got a corner to like the 70th minute. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't do nothing. Whole like the
2: last week, we could have flicked the ball in or whatever, like phobia and thingy. But yeah, yeah. basically, for that ninety minutes, we we just wasn't there. We wasn't at the really? races, and they just run. They run through us at will, run really through good. us at will. And like, listen,
0: we could have been three 0 down at halftime, quite easily. Quite. Yeah, easily. They wanted it more. We were second to every ball. We, were, the the effort was, levels weren't there. We just looked like we turned up and we and we didn't want it.
2: Yeah, expect, well, no, we expect you to roll them a dun dun, dun, dun. Again, like I said, that Millwall, Jack and Ivy, you just don't know what team's going to turn up. If we could just be, you know, 56% consistent, we'd be up there. But we ain't. We just don't know what team's going to turn up. We just ain't got... That wasn't Millwall the last, you
3: know, the Watford and West Brom game and the Bristol City game. Wasn't nothing like the Millwall team. Nothing yeah. like them what, at all. What, I mean, you just said Jack and I, it, it has happened under previous managers. Is yeah. that fear that Fuck me! Actually, we're actually we could actually because every time the dream's there, we do seem to fucking let it slip. We just right can't put it to that next Dan, level.
2: Dan, we are. I think someone quoted serial offenders <laughs> at losing to bad teams who we went on bad run. Do you remember that time we went up to? I think it was um, Bolton. They won in twenty games, and we done a video. You, went, I went listen, Dan. Dan won the twenty home game, but was coming to town. The serial offenders of breaking double teams, and we lost. And you knew, or I even knew that, David. Typical Millwall, go to the bottom of the table team.
3: We could have been top of the league at 20 points clear, and we'd still lose to them. That's the way we are. Why is this happening, though? Three games, two games after the Watford game, how can we go from fucking 10 to zero? Kim? was it the manager's fault, or have the players been complacent and just not turned up? Well, first and
4: foremost, if it's not broken, then you shouldn't try and fix it. We had three changes from the team that we, we went like four unbeaten, or four wins, whatever it was. So, first and foremost, another a big point: we didn't have Hutchinson in the team. We didn't have our captain. We didn't have our leader in the team. The other one was is we replaced George Savile with Shackleton, um, and we also replaced Bennett with Styles. So, there's, there's your problem a little bit. I can't see Billy Mitchell and Shackleton working as well as what Savile would. Um So, your midfield is almost a little bit broken there. You've got someone doing all the dog work, um, trying to push the team forward, and you've got Shackleton, who's just a terrier, but doesn't do anything. And you've got Styles who, in my opinion, is completely out of position. Um, so, when you've got... Um, three players that are not necessarily... Cresswell don't get in the team with Hutch's foot fit. That's a fact.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, So he's a backup. Shackleton shouldn't get in the team, but I'm pretty sure there's something in his contract that says he has to play. Um, And Styles is playing out of position. Well, all of a sudden, we're now playing with with eight players against 11, a place which is always known to be difficult for us to go. Um, And where's your attacking threat? Where's your attacking threat coming from with that? So, the minute you look at the, the line-up there, you've got to argue we're not in for a good day.
3: Okay. The thing, the, the argument I've got is, and, I, and I'll, I'll go back to this, people keep telling me we had a really good window. We've got the players. So, if we can't cope with, with the skipper being out injured, and Savile was also ill, he would, he'd just come back from, I think, being ill. Hadn't he, at that point? Well, that should not been a later game. No, but he
2: was ill, I, I
3: three that one. If, if, if we're no, uh, 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 no, um, Savile was ill for the next home game, I think. I've got a fantastic argument for
4: that later, then it's
3: all right. Two, two players <laughs> coming out, and we're, we've, we've got the players to be in the top six, which a lot of people say it shouldn't affect it that much. On the day, boys, was it down, do you think, to the manager or the players on this occasion?
2: And if it was definitely, definitely the players without a shadow. I'd without.
0: say so as well. From just like we they got out
2: on the on the on the piss the night before.
0: It literally looked like they were playing hungover. Yeah. That's the way I described it. There.
2: No What's effort, that? no passion, no running
3: off the ball. Uh the
2: foot on the ball. It was going, like they couldn't hold the ball, could make three passes. I think and your and brother like,
3: said that He, he said like we, we literally couldn't retain the ball, and that's where your problems begin.
2: You know, and the other the the old score expert... We kept knocking that ball, you know, so it bypasses the midfield. Hits, I think Bradshaw was playing that day, wasn't he? Yeah, we were hoofing
0: Bradshaw. it long up to
2: Bradshaw. Bradshaw, the first half especially. Bradshaw couldn't hold it, and he kept coming back. So every time we long balled it, he couldn't hold it up. He kept coming back time and time and time again. So oh, we,
4: couldn't, we couldn't hold the ball up, up to bring the other players into play. So, so whose fault is that? So, if for 90 minutes, us as a team, are roofing the ball up to a five-foot-six striker, whose fault is think, that? I think it's someone in players not making themselves so av- available, not coming for the yeah. ball.
2: I always look at players like Dennis Wise and and, and Terry Ehrlich, when a midfield player will come up and go, give me the ball, give me the ball. A lot of them just went missing, missing. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, <laughs> most of the team went missing that day. And all we get... All we had, one that was interested in, was um, Bradshaw running around like a lunatic, right? Not going out to hold the ball. And then when they're getting the ball, they literally pick the ball up in air half and running all the way to our penalty area without no midfielder making a tackle. And it was time and time and time again. Mm. But when they had their shots, it went out for a corner. And you could see by just how many corners they had, right? It was just the same thing all over the, all, all over.
4: I'll tell you what, Dan, we're the ones with the high blood pressure. With you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: you should
2: have seen me there, mate. I was going there.
3: I think the I argument was- you could. I mean, I think the argument you could have is there's been a donation. Christian Bassinelli, thank you, mate, for your ongoing contributions to the channel. Super chats are open. Peach the goat, there you go. And he's also the Godfather of Lions TV. Ah. Before we started tonight, he had a he had a runner making him tease. He had someone on setting up his audio. And he's lighting. Well, quick, <laughs> quickly, Dan, what I've done... When, I don't know if you know what happened at Huddersfield,
2: the thing with the towel. Did you know what happened there? The what? The thing with the towel? The towel. Oh, yeah, this an interesting know, story. You know the towels that um, uh, Fleming takes the, the things with, right? Yeah. Every time he went to get a towel, their crowd was booing because they're saying he, he's getting a towel. And they was going mad. They was going absolutely ballistic, yeah? And then all of a sudden... Um, he, well, I took it off it. Take it took a throw, throw in, the towels got removed. All the towels are taken away, right? So he's looking around the towel and going, and all the crowd like jeering, laughing and all that. And um, anyway, about 10 minutes later, I don't know, Rowling must have put complaining. Next week, you know, they, he had the towels back again, right? And then they went missing again, right? So Tell right me. near the death, I'll show this, right near the death, oh, yeah. right there, I went, my brother, give me your sweatshirt, right? We Had a throw right in there. I went, Give me your. Wait, what? I said, If you get a throw in that corner, I'm throwing your sweatshirt over to Fleming to wipe the ball with, and then this course I'll be the hero. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> Lo and behold, we never got another throw after that. Never got
2: another throw, but I was in the corner <laughs> waiting for us to get that throw, and I was going to launch the sweatshirt on to Fleming to wipe the ball, and then bang a goal. Can you imagine it?
3: Yeah, on the subjects subjects them throws, Charlie <laughs> says there. It's embarrassing using himself because he's, his throw isn't... We said about this the other day, actually. The players think, and it, it doesn't matter who takes these long throws, they never reach the players. The players are always oh. five yards too far away. They don't really the get be beyond throws. the near post, do they?
0: <laughs> I, I, I said the other day, I went, he's lining up for the throw again. I said, we ain't actually done nothing from any of these throws. This you season. want to launch it halfway across the penalty, the, the goal, didn't you? It doesn't get nowhere near the goal.
3: Mm. No. Just no, Joe turn, we're going to get on to that later, Joe. Which of the players you think are not at this level? Because I still stand by the fact that we have not got top six players. I'm sorry. And, boys, you're saying the Omaras who went to Huddersfield, you're saying that, you know, it's the players. Ken, I don't think you agreed. Sir Trevor of Rymer says the manager runs the coaching and tactics. And I get that. Look, I'm not I'm not a massive route fan. We know that. But I'm just trying to look at, you know, playing devil's advocate, showing both sides of the coin. Whatever he said against Watford, fuck me, did that did that work. Two games later, do we really believe he's changed what he said to him? Ken, he may have I don't that. I don't think
4: that. I don't think that's the case. It's it, like I said to you before. I think that the boys had a free role um, for the first few games of playing that formation. I think it's quite evident now that we don't have a front free at all. We have mm. some weird kind of winger situation and, and one striker. Um, and I, like I said to you before, I believe that he's just sunk, he's managed to get his teeth sunk into it um, and find a way to make that dif- a bit more defensive. I don't blame him for that, um, in a sense, because he's a defensive-minded manager. However, what he doesn't do is he doesn't press that button to let us go at, go at it like we were over the other games. He seemed to have found a comfortable Situation where we can defend well at that with that formation, and Mm. I don't see us changing. I don't see us changing that now. I think we'll go to that until we all get on his back about changing that front three, which is we need to make that front three do that.
3: Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. Dave Turner, you're saying Kurt Leonard has a throw on him. Fuck me, is is he still alive? That guy, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but yeah, he has. You're right. Yeah. Um, And the other comment I wanted to look at was this one. Talking of tactics, talking of Rowick, talking of tailgate. Tailgate mirrors Rowick's tactics. Hoof it up and flick it on. Now, this is what I'm saying when people say, we've got no plan B and Rowick won't change it, all right? I said for a long time, we're playing it around the back. We're trying to play the fucking clock pop or the Guardiola pop, whatever. And we would pass 30, 40 passes around the back and then kick it off the fucking pitch. We couldn't do it. So I said, let's be more direct. So you know, cause a bit of havoc in the other team's fucking penalty area. I ain't got a problem with it if it works, because it, it does definitely give us more goal-mouth action and more goals. So he has changed what he was doing. I don't think he wanted to do that. I felt he just had to eventually stop his stubbornness and say, yeah, do you know what? My way's not going to work with the players we got. He brings Long in, uh, and Long does his, his thing, set pieces, Malone's on them, and we, we try and pump balls forward and. Calls upset in the, in the final first. So we have changed tactics and we have changed formation. Um, I think it's a bit unfair to say it isn't already working, to be honest. If you look at it, we've actually lost one game in the last seven, I think.
2: Yeah, round, what, say four wins, two draws, and a loss.
3: Yeah. So it's yeah, not, it you know, if you look at our last too. seven games. It's funny because we always look at it this way, and I, I'm, I'm the same. Like, fucking, you know, this ain't very good. One, dif- one defeat in seven is good. 10th in the division is good. Um, yeah. And we're all saying, you know, we went out and we got the players in the summer. Again, I still strongly don't believe that we've got the players. So no. let's, let's, let's go through, well, let's, let's do the Birmingham game first and the whole game. Because to me, they were both quite similar. Mm. What's your thoughts on the Birmingham game, Pete? Uh, the Birmingham game.
2: My thoughts on that one. Even watching the game, I always felt that was a, a real like the one we had the last game in the last season. Very, very poor. But I know they beat QPR on a Friday night, but they were a very, very poor Birmingham side, right? They was they had like ten men behind the ball. That, that was like that Gary Rail
3: was their manager for the night. Yeah, Tonight. but this is why, why did they have ten men behind the ball? Because, because I, they, I, I believe we was on the front foot. We wasn't, they, they, they couldn't really cope with us, so they were just fucking trying to get what they could.
2: I believe that even in when they're getting it the last five, ten minutes when the, we're trying to take a quick throwing and they're trying to uh, stop us. So we was definitely going for the win there. <clears> you
4: know.
2: <throat> but again that night we had no cutting edge. No cutting edge at all. And I think was I right in saying that Tyler had a chance in that game near the end, the
3: last ten minutes, wasn't it? No, oh,
0: that was that the one that was early on, wasn't it, where he yeah. Didn't he try to do something? It was in the second half, game.
3: yeah. It's about it's about midway through the second half, I think. Well,
2: like so in these, in these games, these tight games like that, like many people would say, you're only going to get that one chance and you have to take it. You have to take it. And if you don't take it, that's it. So if we'd have took that chance, there's no way Birmingham were going to score against us, right? In a month of Sundays, okay? Um, And, and it's all about fine margins and taking them chances. And we don't. We haven't got a finisher. You know, like I always said, wouldn't it be great if you could mix, you know, uh, a Matt Smith, a Bradshaw, a Tyler Fury into one, put it in the bowl, come out with one player. that a player on that can head a ball and that can score a goal. But unfortunately, that man is Alfie Ireland, right? So we ain't going to have it. Early on <laughs> Ireland, right? Okay. But th- th- I'll just say that the Birmingham game, we should have won. The whole game, we should have won. Without a shadow of a doubt, and we mm. we dropped four
0: points there.
2: See, no, yeah. You could
0: points. argue though. You know what? It's all swings and roundabouts. We we say that we should have won them on paper, but you could argue you'd look at uh, the Watford game wise. and maybe the.
3: Oh, performance-wise, yeah, yeah. Performance-wise, be a job. I know what you're saying. You're saying that we were, you we, that the... we know what we're like. We never we never beat the teams that we sh- what we we should. And yeah, that's look at the Watford We've dropped four points there. We've yeah. we've gone and beat two on paper, much bigger clubs.
0: Yeah, like you'd look at the Watford game and the uh, West Brom game. Well, I know West Brom ain't doing well, but on paper, like if West Brom were a little bit higher up, you'd look at them two, Watford and West Brom, you think, oh, I don't really fancy much from them. And um, it's gone the other way round, as you say. Beat Watford, bigger team, and then we, we come to Huddersfield and it's just... Do you
1: that know was... what it is?
0: I just think to, to sum it all up right now is... The Championship right now is the most unpredictable league in the world. Like, I look at those fixtures each week. I said it on Saturday, right? Everyone's beating everyone. You're looking at Coventry without, I know they've got games in hand, but they were down there um, towards the foot of the table before Saturday and they're playing Watford. And I went, I would not be surprised if Coventry beat Watford. If someone like Rotherham was now playing Norwich, I go, yeah, wouldn't be surprised if Rotherham win that. (coughs) It's just everyone's beating everyone at the minute. And you're not going to put in. Don't get it wrong. We had a few good performances in a row. You, I don't think anyone at the minute in this league is getting that consistency. No, you're right. Look, you're going to get a
3: bad one here and there. Seven games, four wins, two draws, one defeat. What, can What more can we? What more can the man do? That's what yes. some people will be saying. Yeah, 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 no,
4: and I totally get that. And when you put it like that, from a, if you was a neutral, you would say, "Why
3: are you?" You know, why are you moaning or why have you got you up about that? But I think if a neutral was tuning into this show, they'd be saying, What are you lot on about? Why are you, yeah, yeah. Why it some is... people, I'm not saying get rid of him, but some people are still, you know, well, I won't really want him in charge. Why?
4: Yeah, so it's, so it's, a, it's that same old word all the time, mannerism, right? So I haven't got a problem with going to Huddersfield and losing 1 nil if we turn up, you know, we yeah. put it all in, we try our hardest, but actually, what what people weren't worried about, Peter, say the same. It weren't the fact we didn't, they didn't go on with the ump that we lost one nil. They went on with the ump because we got terrorised by another field team, and we didn't seem too bothered to react to it. You know, like like Pete said, the midfield weren't trying to receive the ball. They weren't trying to do this. weren't trying to do that. So the Birmingham game, we say that they they sat back. They had ten man ten men behind the behind the ball at all times. Well, we only actually had t- 10 opportunities to create opportunities, if that makes sense, in a dangerous position. And we only had three shots on goal in 90 minutes. Right? That was a Billy Mitchell 30-yard shot. Um, you, where was the Fleming? The Fleming dink that hit the roof oh, of the yeah. net. Yeah, first. And then you me. had the Bury opportunity, which I don't want to go into that because I will have fun coming out of my mouth, but... You know where he sh- where he should have passed it to to Vogel Slammer for an easy yeah. win. So we're not creating opportunities. The reason why we're not creating opportunities is because of formation. the The, the first bit of the formation is great, but the other bit's very defensive. Weird, the attacking bit is, is defensive. defensive. Like you um, so we're not creating enough opportunities, and that's why that's why I'm so frustrated because you watch these games, you pay your hard-earned money
3: and you're not getting what you expect out of a Millwall team. And that is down to the manager. Well, in a, in a game where the home team who in the, their most recent game were cruising against QPR at half-time, they've created enough. They, only, they, had, they had one opportunity in the whole game. And it was where the whips across the box and their guy couldn't get on the end of it. We've, we have, we've had three good chances and with better players, which isn't down to route in my opinion, it's down to budget, We would have took all three points. Is that against Birmingham? Yeah.
4: Okay, so yeah, okay, fine. But my argument would be if you didn't have Bury in that position and you had Bennett in that position, Bennett would have passed. If you had Honeyman in that position, Honeyman would have passed. And it don't matter who he passed it to, but it would have been Vogelsamer. Vogelsammer would have scored. So actually, the problem with that situation, that last chance by Bury. Was down to Bury, and guess who picks the
3: team? Yeah, I'll get that. But it's only, that's, that's only one instance, and I, I would have thought they practiced these in training. I actually don't blame him for going for goal because I would have gone for goal if I could like run that far. Um, you know, you've got, have, you've got to have a little bit of selfishness as a, as a winger slash striker. But yeah, he, he should have played in, in the old fucking cock slammer, shouldn't he? And he should have scored his first goal for the club, but he didn't. But as a whole, the Birmingham point, I think, is a good point. A, a reaction from Huddersfield, a really bad display. Of course, Huddersfield was our first defeat in uh, five, uh, six, actually. Drew against Rotherham, won the next four wow. and then lost to Huddersfield. So we bounced back. To me, that's a good point on the road. as well. midweek, so we couldn't take the numbers up there. We would have liked to. Is on telly, which always kills the crowd a bit. I didn't think it was that bad. Moving on to the whole game. Again... I've not got an issue. I've, I said this in my postmaster went out yesterday. I've never had an issue with with where we finish in the league under right? Why would I? Be silly to. I've never had an issue okay. with points on the board. The issue I've had is we sort of stopped trying to win games. Under him, we was thinking, oh, what, what you know, what players of that team got, what players have that team got, trying to consolidate, going into games, cowering and on the back foot. And again, the whole game, I think we went to win it. It just echoed the Birmingham game for me. We went to win it. We we continued to try and win the game. We was the strongest side. They knew that. they come for a point before they even got there. But unfortunately, we didn't have the quality in the final third. However, we had the quality in the final third against Watford. So, there was Watford a one-off? And, and why couldn't we get it over the line against Hull?
4: Then again, we had against Hull, we had 24 attempts, six shots on goal. Right? The only way that we are – this it sounds awful. It makes us look good, but we're not good. Is all we're doing is putting balls into the box for our midget striker to try yeah. and get on the end of. That's all we're doing, right? So it looks good, but it's not right. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, all right, the ball's going in the box a lot more, and it looks like we're attacking, and it looks like we're trying to win games, but we're never going to win games doing that. With Bradshaw up front, we, you are not gonna do it. So hey, this is what
3: grew score and trick.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we but had both summer, but, but, again, <laughs> but again, like ta- uh, sorry, players changed, right? And also, like I said, they had a more of a freer role. right? And we didn't put 24 crosses into the box against Watford. Watford didn't want to know. When you come up against hard-working teams, Watford don't want to know. That's why we beat them, and that's why Coventry beat them. Coventry are probably one of the hardest working teams in, in the league because um, they don't have the ability. So... Who, who did you say, sorry, didn't have the ability? So I said, with the ability of the teams, Coventry yeah. are probably the least... You know, they don't have really good players in their team, so they have to work hard, other than, say, O'Hare or that... You know, or whatever his name is.
3: Teddy Davis, good evening, mate. People say we had a good window... Creswell, Shackleton, a Phobie ain't good enough. Not sure on Honeyman as of yet. See, I'm, I'm with I'm with Ted. I think the Watford game we excelled ourselves. I think better quality of front two or three. For the last two games, we win the games. But then I don't really blame Rowett for the players we have got because I think that's the best available to us.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
3: Yeah. Budget-wise. That's how I see it. I think so.
0: You say, like, um, a lot of us did say we had a good window, but um a couple of these players, like like Cresswell Shackleton, were sort of unknown at this level. And then, all of a sudden, don't get me wrong, Cresswell's uh, picked up again last couple games, but I'd still have Hutch over him. Um, but, yeah, we just haven't seen enough of these players that we have actually signed. Honeyman... For me, Jury's still out on him. Shackleton, I can't really work out where his best position is. Um, so, yeah, I think, so, say, moving forward January, I think we need another forward player. I think we are really lacking mm. quality in the final third. Oh. And it was the same story last season. So, there's so, Go on. 100% right. What we need, what we need
2: and we, we haven't got, is a Stevie Morrison type player. Stevie mm-hmm. Morrison, when he first came, could beat players, he could head the ball, and he could find a back of the net once he got that first goal, right? And he was always one of them strikers. He can make the goal for himself, because he'll pick the ball up and he'll run up players. Yeah. Well, all we're doing with Bradshaw, Bradshaw for and a phobia to some extent are only poachers in the box. They can't yeah. make their own goals like a Steve Morrison did. Yeah, and that's the sort of striker that you've got to be looking for, that a player can pick the ball up and do something with it. Bradshaw, when, he ever, when does he ever pick the ball up and run with it and distribute it like Stevie Morrison used to? Never. Don't, does he? Never. Yeah. And that is what we miss. If we had a player just like anything like Steve Morrison that could head the ball, can run with the ball, can make his own chances and find the back of the net, that's the sort of player we're after. Not, you know, like a, a box player. Because these poachers in the box, we don't play that way. We don't get enough crosses in the box for Bradshaw or a foe to put the ball in. We seem to be always going. The other thing I find is we always seem to be going out wide. We never have that. I watch oh, the championship most Friday night. We never seem to have that drive. A lot of teams have did. That, through, that drive through the middle. That
0: drive through the middle. We're always going out wide. By the time you yeah, got out imagine. wide, they are positions. We need to be we had remember the I conversation we had the other day about that driving force through the middle. Yeah. And I said a lot of people called him lazy, but I said you go back to when we had Liam Trotter when he was his yeah. best for us the in the centre up. of the park, he'd pick the ball up and just drive. We yeah. haven't got a player that like that. that. Hence the reason we're always you going think, wide. We haven't got a driving force.
3: Football's changed now. And it's a lot no, more no. fucking... I think that's
0: just very cliche when people say... Oh, no, it yeah, is. I it's think, it is very it's...
3: cliche, but I think... And I'm, I, I agree with you. I saw a, a, a clip from the QPR game. I can't remember. They, I think they lost it. West. The midfielder went boom, literally, just in front of him. Little 10-yard dink. That Lyndon Dykes took it on his chest in the first movement, turned and shot. We ain't got a, we ain't got a big target, man. And we, we desperately, desperately no. need one. No, just going back don't... to the whole game... Just quickly before we move on to our players and teams that we think is best and players we may need going forward. was Did this help us or not, Ken? Hole going down to 10 men? I think, I think,
4: um, like Joe just said, it's a bit cliche that it's harder to beat a team with 10 men than what it is 11. Um, and I think that that's completely wrong. It's only harder to beat a team with 10 men if you don't change what you're doing. Um, so, for instance, what we should have done then is we should have tightened it up a little bit um, in, in the striker area, um, and if you're going to start putting balls in, then you need to, you know, you need to start um, loading up the box a bit more, because you can, you know, so, for instance, you don't keep your Vogel Slammer wide right, you don't keep your, your Bury or whoever it was on the wide left. we done exactly the same than what we were doing when they had eleven men, right? So it, it didn't help us because we didn't change anything. Um, and when he did decide to change things, that's just another story. Like you know what he was, what who he was putting on instead of who he should have put on and
3: whatnot. But who should he put? on? By the way, the red card obviously result as a result of the red card. Yeah, there he is, Charlie Creswell's in the fucking stream. Yeah. That is horror, isn't it?
2: Yeah, horrendous. Yeah. With that, um, you look at that game there. You think we—they've got—they're down to ten men, right? Okay, so we can mix up. We—they offered no threat whatsoever. And for me, when we was going for, we had nobody in the box, so if it, we needed—we couldn't yeah. break them down um, like trying to work through them. Then we should have gone uh, route one, and I would have like shackled up at the back and put Cooper, as a striker, right. That if we go in route one, you could get the knockdown in the box. Because we kept going route one to to Bradshaw and all the small players. But if he wanted to to win that game, we should have put Cooper up front. And another point, another point to that, when it's it's nil-nil and they go down to 10 men, our football's was, oh, no, here we go. This is going to be murder for us now. We're not going to be out to break down. dags. They're going to put everyone behind the ball. Okay? But the thing is, if we was one-nil up and they had a player sent off, happy days, because then they've got to come at us. We even scored more goals. That is the big thing. So, if you want to play a set up, you want him set off when you're one nil up, not nil nil. When he when you're one nil up, because they've got to come at you,
3: and then they're going to leave gaps at the back. Dave Husswife, thank you, mate, for your contribution to the channel. Um, okay, so here's a question: just just a yes or no. All three of you, do you think we've got the players to be in the top six? Yes. Yes. Pete? Not at the moment, but I think oh, we will. Actually. OK, because so I, 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 I'm glad you said that because I was just about to say, if we've got the players to get in the top six and a team goes down to ten men, why well, not if we put Jake Cooper up front? But Pete doesn't think we've got the players. So that's that's well, fine. We don't we? If we go route one, who's going to win the heavens, Well, well I, I, I agree. I completely agree. So has, has he signed the wrong players? Has he signed too many of the same player? Do you know Or is his, is his hands tied with who we can get I'm, in? Got a I've got an back. argument on that though. We're, we're saying about
0: the whole Bradshaw's not going to win any, but there's been certain games, right? I can't remember which one. There was one in particular, right? Where every ball that was going up to him or into the box, Bradshaw was winning everything. Yeah. Yeah, because they're saying so the he was four foot two. Maybe, what? but but Tribble. still, you, you're not playing six foot defenders every game, are you? Let's put it
3: put this down. way. He bought on, on three midfielders. And he's saying we had a strike on the bench in Isaac Alaffe, who's, fuck I me, mean, he must be coming up at 30 years old, Alaffe. He's never, he's never fucking played with He No, he's, I think he's 23 this month, Alaffe. And he, and he can't get in the side. You've got the 21s. and am not saying him them are good enough for this team. I took I watched 21s last week. I won 5-0. So I'm going to say this. Let's look, let's look at our team, okay, as a squad, because I don't think we've got a top six players. Pete doesn't think we've got a top six players. You two do. Let us know in the comments. Have we got, have we got players good enough to get to the top six? Looking at our side, for me, right, two, goal, two good goalkeepers, definitely. I love I loved the back four. Um, Hutchinson, Cooper, Matt Namara, and then Malone, or not, not so much Malone defence-wise, Murray Wallace, right? I'm, I, I, that can get in the top six. That's proven with the minimal goals we've conceded. The yeah. midfield three, I think, are at the minute, are our best asset. Fleming, we're going to be looking, you know, to try and keep him for as long as we can if he carries on improving. Same with Mitchell and Saville seems to be back to his best. For me, that that midfield three or two out of ten. More than Kate will be in the top six. For me, it's the strikers or lack of strikers. Yeah. One formation because we shouldn't play two wingers. Two, our strikers are Tom Bradshaw, Benica who's currently injured, Isaac Lafay who's usually injured, and Andreas Volsammer. The German Rob Hulks. For me, never... <laughs> Someone else said it, i just copied them. <laughs> um, they're never... We're never getting in the top six with that, with that. With those strikers. And you can add Bury and Bennett to that. If Bennett was always fit, you'd say, okay. That's what we've got to go forward with. No. Now, the argument is that Raul well, signed the majority of those. I'm trying to think how many did. Yeah. So has he signed the wrong players? Or is the, are these the best we can get? We, is his hands tied of budget? I'm sure he'd love to go out and buy a, a Lyndon Dykes, a Gary Medine, a fucking Ollie McBurney, because that's, that's the sort of striker we need.
0: Yeah. And you, you well, pay I big we, money these days in the Championship. am saying. A we ain't got like it.
2: That. We ain't we got
0: yeah.
2: it. Yeah. We're missing that drive in midfield. We, we, I'm you right, we have got to a good bit, but we're missing that guy that's going to pick the ball up in midfield and drive with it to back teams up. And also, like I said, I think we're missing that. And the strikers we got, they're just poachers in the box. They're not all-round strikers. So we need a Steve Morrison-type striker and one more midfielder. I'm, I'm only talking two more players to make us into a top six side, right? That driving midfield, right, to get one running of him and one striker that can do more than just poaching a box that win got winning and could take someone on. One of them type strikers.
3: There isn't people out there,
2: even in the lower leagues, and like Morrison we got before.
3: Yeah, I think I think with this day and age, with social media, and that's that's up to everyone's fucking value. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get someone now who's gonna score like Morrison did for five seasons. Score, he, he left, he left Stevenage when he was about twenty four to come to us. Players won't stand on league that long now because they get snapped up. They're all fucking calling themselves, oh, "I'm a pro footballer at fucking some seventh tier team." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they'll yeah. get, they'll get snapped up. But again, for me, players, we need two players. Where we'll they... the winger, But I think, I think the biggest issue for me is the wingers. I don't know what he's doing, but he's gone four in the back. But he's 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 taken out a Phobi and Bradshaw. People can say what they like about him. I'll always go back to the point they scored twenty four goals between them last season. I'm amazed mm-hmm. he ain't played him. Hang on, that worked. Ken, talk to me. Quiet.
4: Yeah, yeah. i will i getting the up um, this listed. Like we we say we don't have any strikers, but we don't create opportunities. Right. Yeah. First and foremost, if you want a Steve Morrison, Lee Gregory combination, then why have we not got Volkslammer um, Bradshaw up front and Volkslammer as a striker, which is what he was brought here to do? right? Because he's a big unit, he can win headers, and he's got a strike on him. right? If you're looking for someone that could create something out of nothing, it's probably him, but yet we haven't had the opportunity to see it for, what, 10, 11 games now. Um, you need to have a striking partnership, which we we're probably the only team in the league that doesn't have a striking partnership, um, and we've got two pointless players up here on the wide. So you can see you have Volkslammer, who is right-footed and a striker that can't cross the ball, right? And you've got Bury on the left, who's right-footed on trying try to trying to cut in, and I don't know why he's on the left. He's right-footed. Fixes so,
3: Ronaldo, doesn't he? That's what it is. Cuts here yeah, from the other side. He loves that
4: cutting, doesn't he? he but he loves the cutting, but he don't he don't he don't do it enough. Mm. You know, once again, he might trick himself through three players, but there's still not an end product from it. I mean that's been the same with Bury. is a right winger, always has been a right winger. So while we're playing him on the left, I do not know. So if you're looking for if you're looking for a, a situation where we can <sighs> be more compact, be more dangerous. Create more opportunities and score more goals. Then you need to have two up top. And I've, I honestly believe that Volkslammer, if you gave him a run of games up front with another striker next to him, I think we'd see a really good run out of him. I really do, honestly, because uh, he's got a better touch than a phobie, He's got a better strike than a Phobi. Um, <coughs> and we've already got Bradshaw, who's the poacher, as you say. You know a, you know the one that can snap at goals in a six-yard box or whatever. So we don't need
3: another one, because that's all that a phobia is as well. I I said something. I said, what well, I like Fleming. and, and I, Until the point I said this, he hadn't done it, but now he started to do it. He shoots on sight. He's, he, he doesn't really link the players at 10. I thought we did really well in the first half, sadly, linking the play. Even even play Volkshammer up front. Uh, sorry, Fleming up front as, as a striker. I think the strike partnership is the way to go. But now I'm worried, because he, he's, now he's finally changed the four at the back. Two to four at the back. Someone at the door, and Now he's changed to four at the back. He's, he's sort of like you said, Kenny. He just moved it further up the pitch. Yeah, now we've got two wide wingers instead. So I'll, I'll be interested to play Fleming up front as a as a maybe. But it's a leader song, boys to what I asked you to send me earlier today. It was your best 11 for us. Choose what formation you like. Choose what players you like, even if they're not currently fit. The best team available to, to Mill Football Club. And I've got all four of ours. Who wants to go first? I don't mind. Go on. Come on in. Let's have a look at Team Joe. Back myself. So,
4: yeah, I'll get shit anyway. So, you go first,
3: Joe. <laughs> Team Joe. here you go. Team Joe. George Long in goal. Flat back four. Scott Malone, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, Danny Mack. Three central midfielders. Well, Fleming and a 10 in front of Saville Mitchell. And then Bennett left, Volsama right and Bradshaw through the middle. Joseph?
0: I'm going to put it in very simple terms, right? We have played this kind of team. Uh, go back a couple games ago, uh, when we was on that run of four wins in a row, and it was pretty much that team, bar one or There may have been one or two differences, but... And I think that's been the best we've played all season. So I would have stuck with that. We all moaned about the five at the back. We changed it to the four... And um, there were some players there. Go go back a month or six weeks ago. I wouldn't have had in the team. Um, so yeah, I've I've seen us play best with that setup. So yeah, I think that's that's our strongest on the current form. Side.
3: I think you're, yeah. you know, yeah you would you would be, you said earlier because your brother put on a group chat fucking Volsama, <laughs> and you said well who else <laughs> we got. You know what? I think we're very limited uh,
0: options for out-and-out out wingers, really. You've only really got Bennett and... This is why um... it surprised me he's gone to wingers because we haven't really got the players yeah. You've only got Bennett and um, Bury, really. Uh, don't get me wrong. We've all cried out to sort of see Vogel Samara uh, as a centre-forward, which we have seen last couple of times. I've been saying that myself. Um, but I don't think he's done too much up there on his own as a centre-forward. If we're going to play this formation... I think who else are you going to have there? I, I can't really complain with having a slammer out there. So um yeah, hence the reason I go with that. Mitchell and Savile, I think that's centre three there picks itself at the minute. And um mom. yeah, Matt Namara's come back yeah. into the team the last few games, thinks he think he's done all right, and obviously I'd have Hutch to in there if he was fully fit. I'm just going back to how we played with that sort of setup a few games yeah. back.
3: Yeah. So that's what I, I think. Go for. That, um I think in Gary Rowett's defence as well, he's trying to. The reason he took Bury out, uh, sorry Bennett out, is he's trying to manage him a bit better, as in terms of his fitness. So I know it's frustrating, but I know that's why he's, he, he has actually come out and said that's why points. You know, he said Mason played a full ninety the other day, so I took him out. He's, he, he's worried, probably trying to keep him fit. Right, who wants to go second? I'll go. Rick, go and put my one up then. There we go, Pete. So your yeah. team, same formations, you're happy with the Wiggers. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I would do though? No, I think you have got slightly wrong. I
2: think Yeah, the way I written it, Fleming. Yeah, is it meant is. To be I flattened. would bring I would actually bring Fleming into the middle and have Savile Mitchell uh, a bit wider. Yeah. Right flat. I'd have for three in midfield and I'd just have the two up front and, and slammer uh, uh, and slammer essential mid uh, striker. So, I, I, I wouldn't have Fleming in that role what he plays at the moment. I'll bring him back to midfield and then let him go forward. Because I, I find sometimes he's lost in that position where we keep playing a lot of long balls all the time. So, it just keeps going over his head. So, I think bring him in midfield and let him let him drive with the ball and then be more creative. I know everyone would say Mitchell in the middle, Savile in the middle. I, I would go with putting Fleming in the middle and letting him uh, come in from that area.
3: Yeah, and I'll keep the ball uh, up from deeper, like you were saying earlier, and drive through.
2: Yeah, drive through. Keep minimum, because he's, he's he's just in no man's land in that position for me at the moment. Because we don't, we seem to be either knocking it down the wings, or we're knocking it long. So it's not going into the area where he, where, where he's playing. So I think you should drop back and play in the middle, the three in the middle.
3: What I've noticed here is <laughs> you've got both Leeds low knees in the team there.
2: Yeah, do you know what, Creswell, Um, I said to you in my last video that he was he was bad last time. And I said, the only way he's going to get back in the team, and I, I, you'll see, go back on that, that if if hutchison got uh, injured, and he did get injured, and he's come back in the team, and I think he's done ever so well. And I watched him, I've done a bit of a Quest World watch on him Saturday, and he was going to the players, he was shouting them, He's going, get forward, he was waving his arms about. And you can see why he's he sort of chipped to be a future captain, because... He was sort of like the only one shouting out there and push forward, go forward, and he was doing all the arm signals. So I've, I've gone in, i getting so much into the Crestwall camp now. Um, Shackleton, again, I think he's a winger. I don't think he's a right back. I think he can play good out wide, yeah? Um, and Volslamer, like um, Kenny just said, I think, yeah, making the number one striker at the front. And I think with Volslamer, he's going to be a bit like Steve Martin. And when he gets his first goal... I think the geezer, you won't, there won't be no spot on him. He just needs to get that first
3: <laughs> All right, mate. Fair enough. Someone said in the comments, Kenny's going to kill it. So here we go, oh, no. Ken. It's your time to shine. Yeah, okay. So... My point what, it's exactly the same formation as mine. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: right. So firstly, I'll put Evans there. Uh, the reason why is because actually, I don't know whether you've... When, you, when Evans has come on, I've actually been quite impressed with him. Yeah, I have. Um, and I, the reason why I've put him there is because I think that if you're going to have you're not going to have wingers then your McNamara's and your Styles are going to have to push forward and if that happens you need someone to be able to drop in um, so you've still got your three at the back um, Saville and Mitchell unquestionable Fleming in a 10 unquestionable and our Bradshaw always scores more goals when he's got someone with him yeah um, and that Vogel slammer is a centre-forward. And we haven't seen him play or have a good amount of games with someone next to him as a centre-forward. And I just... Now's the time to start, you know, like we say, get some sort of striking partnership up. Um, when you've got someone like Fleming in front of you that can create something out of nothing, he's got to be able to have options. Because if he's looking forward and the only thing you can see in front of him is Bradshaw being marked by... A, 25 foot striker um or you can pass it to Bury who's going to try and cut it cut in or you're going to pass it to someone on the right that might put a cross in for Bradshaw to try and beat this 25 foot monster it's just not going to work so I think maybe play more centrally um and like Pete says you know you attack through the middle we've also got the defensive base there um whilst we are pushing forward and start putting uh, teams on the back foot properly and start playing some football and start creating some more
3: opportunities. I think that would work really well. I did notice there, Ken, I do like your side, but sorry, I'm going to have to pull you up. You've got no Malone in that side, but you always said you he, he, he should play him. Yeah, 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 So the reason why I would play Malone, if, I, if, we, was, if we
4: had um, Rowitz, um, Rowitz Formation... Fair enough, I don't you saying, yeah. Yeah, then I would play.
3: I wouldn't play Malone left wing back though. I'd play Malone as a the left striker. Yeah. because now, I was going to say to you, I did think of this and I thought, oh, I might fucking try and snooker Kenny with this one, but you always, you always fucking do well on him. <laughs> 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 Is that you say? Oh, you know, you don't like the way we play, etc. But then you say play play Malone because he's yeah he, he creates assists. But yep. I get what you're saying in the row it yeah. way. Then yes, but in yeah. your way, no. No, I've noticed everyone's gone along there as well. Over, over, um, over, um, Bart, I forgot his name, he's a forgotten man. A couple of things here Joe Turner says, um, he won't score, slammer. Dan said, I did say that, I said he won't score one goal in my post match. But Richard Jarrett makes a very good point. He said, How can you hammer Volkswagen when he has played one game in his position? How would you feel if you were sacked? Before doing the job he was employed for, that's a very, very good statement there, Rich. True, boys, isn't it? He hasn't had a run. He was look, uh, he was he was bought
4: as a centre forward, and and this is half the problem with people saying that we don't have the players for the team. Um, Dan, I know you said this earlier about talking about the players. So Honeyman was bought as a as a ten. How many times has Honeyman played in a ten? Only, um,
3: only when um, pre-season, I think, when Fleming was injured or when Fleming exactly. was injured. And that's when we was all impressed with him. Um, Bold Slammer was bought as a
4: centre-forward. How many times have we seen him play as a centre-forward? Um, Shackleton um, was a central midfielder, right wing-back, played his best game as a right wing-back in his position, um, but can't get anywhere near the team because Danny McNamara's having a blind Cresswell is a centre-back, but He's up his replacement, so you're never going to get too much out of him. A phobie's shit, um, and Truman's a, Truman's a goalkeeper. But So the only person out of everyone that we've signed that, that Rowett has signed this season that has had a blinder is Fleming. And do you know why? Because he's been played in his position. So it's unbelievable, isn't it? Like my head's gone about it. Couldn't, couldn't make it up.
1: <laughs> but what, though,
3: that we're only one defeat in seven despite that Four of them wins, two draws I think it's good at the same time to have that versatility,
0: though Having players that can be utilised in a number of positions Fair enough, it might not work all the time But I think I think they've done alright when they've had to fill in In different positions they might not work you start, <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Vogel, summer. I've said I wanted to see him up front, but I don't think he's done a bad job at wide right, in all honesty. He no, hasn't, he hasn't. Do you know why he
3: hasn't done a bad job, though? I think because he plays, he, he's industrious, he's German, he works hard, he drops back. He, he's never going to score a correct man on that on that right, right wing. Can because I just can say, say, you say something? You can't
4: complain. You don't realise, you you, we think that Vols have done a good job on the right until we played Honeyman on the right last week. And all he was doing was touch touch out of his feet and across. The liver. Yeah, that's what you need yeah. to do out there. And Vogel weren't doing that. So we think Vogel Slammer's doing a good job until you have someone do a better job.
3: Now, yeah. surely you
4: can't play Vogel on the right after watching Honey.
3: Pete Borah, how are you, mate? I, I know you, me. don't I? I know this man. He's a legend. No fan of Evans, but it will release Billy or Savile to get forward more. I think Evans has done all right when he's come on to me. seems his passing range seems to have improved. Um, Volsama is a waste of space. Pointless signing. Other people are saying they like Volsama. I've noticed all three of you have had Volsama in your side, haven't you?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm last, I haven't got Volsama on my side. <laughs> that is my team. I, I, I'm surprised not one of us has had Murray Wallace in the team either. And again, I don't mm. think he's a fantastic footballer, but I think he is very. Mill like, and he's difficult to get past. And I think if we play four at the back and go a little bit more high risk further up the pitch, then I, I would have him in, in front of Scott Malone. I actually think Scott Malone's played well in these last few games. Um, he's, he's getting forward loads. But if we're going to go four at the back, that is an old-school Mill back four. And I would go with that all day long. Long, I suppose, with the way we're playing. We go, I think Bart's a better all, you know, less concerns me less Bart with him in goal. I know he's going to save more, but I worry when he's playing with his feet. Then I would play three in midfield. I'm not even playing Savile in a in a 10 and like a sorry in an anchor role there. I'm playing him flat three midfielders. Styles, Savile and Mitchell. If you wanted to put um Honeyman in there instead of Styles, I don't really mind. I think Styles looks good in the midfield. I think he spreads the play well. I think he works hard as does Mitchell and I think they'll both get left and right and get back. Savile in there is the sort of enforcer. He's been sticking a lot of people up in the air. Fleming in a 10. And then up front, 24 goals between them last season in the championship as a strike pairing. That's a lot of goals. Um, Tom Bradshaw, I think 11. Benica was had top scorer with 13. Hasn't yet got going this season. That is my 11. That's my 11. I don't so that's
0: Go on, Joe. I was going to say, I don't mind now. I think that's quite good. I like it. The, the only thing is, is well, it's
3: fine, right? But we have got to go a lot more central, and and a bit, you know, we've actually them, like Kenny says, them wide men are a fucking waste of time. They're not. They're not it. players that play in that position anyway, and it's making us less attacking. That's the team I go with. I think Rowett's issue with that team would be it's too high risk, and I think that's why he shit himself, come forward at the back under pressure, but. Change it to two wide wingers. Now, for me, that's our best 11. Now, this is the second argument or next thing we're going to get onto. How many of them do I honestly think are top six? Top six worthy. Long, no. McNamara, yes. Hutchinson and Cooper, probably yes. Murray Wallace, no. Styles, potentially. Savile, no. Mitchell, yes. Fleming, yes. Phoebe and Bradshaw, no. And that and that's my opinion the best we've got to offer. And I, I think one, two, three, four of our players, five of our players are top six worthy. Boys, who out of our team? All right, let's, let's go back to the beginning, Joe. Out of your team, you picked the best we've got. And I know, Joe, you said that's the best of what we got. Are yeah. You, How many of them do you think are are top six championship players? Could get in the top six Uh, side. One, two, three,
0: four, five, six, seven, eight. 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 Yeah. Malone, Cooper, Hutch, McNamara, Mitchell, Fleming, Savile, Bennett.
3: Hang on. You think Malone could be in a top six championship side? Yeah.
0: I agree. He, he's got Premier League experience. He's Every team he's been at in the Championship have always been up there in the
3: playoffs. So, yeah, I'm going to say
0: enough.
3: yeah. Who agreed, Pete? Yeah, I agree. I go, agree. To you, go to your team, Pete. Okay. Uh, how many of your teams do you think there are capable of being in a top six Championship side? Definitely the back four, without
2: a shadow of a doubt okay um I, I I'll put Mitchell Fleming in that and that's it I'm talking I'm talking four five six
3: yeah six definitely the back four Mitchell definitely six yeah here how many of your team do you think is top six worthy <sighs> so, all right can I can I just say it's not for me it's not about the
4: players it's about how we play. So I reckon we can get in top six with these players, no problem. Um,
3: yeah, but how? Well, by
4: by style of play, by mannerism. By what can what really can they do? That, it?
3: They're only they're only fucking eleven men. How, how, how much could a manager make these players play with? That's, that's just not that's not that's not a criticism. That's a question people will say, Okay, so if is not the man for the job, how can you get those players there into the top six?
4: Well, firstly, with that formation and that starting line-up.
3: formation, formation.
4: Um, I'd say that Evans isn't. I'd say Styles isn't. I'd say Mitchell isn't. I'd say uh, Vogel Slammer, as it stands at the moment, isn't.
3: Mm.
4: And Bradshaw, probably, as well.
3: So, many of you picked out there that are? Oh, one, so, two... So, three. one, two, three, four... Five. So you think half the team, pretty much, and not top six, were but you think we could get in the top six?
4: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. How? So surprise me. Surprise, surprise me there. Not one. We're person. talking about. We're talking about players that are under instruction, and we've watched them for the last two, three seasons doing what they've been told to do, which is boring football. You, there's so much more to come out of these players. It's ridiculous. William Mitchell, by the way, nowhere near his best. Nowhere near his best, but someone's just let the shackles off him. He's actually allowed to do something. Yeah, same with Danny Mac. Hutch and Cooper just, you know, warlords, just carry on. Um, I don't think Styles is
3: up, up to it, to be honest with you. Bogle, Sammy, you can't comment on. MFC 1885 says, what makes a top six player? Barnsley yeah, got players right. with a League One standard team. So yeah. if you're saying team spirit... Togetherness, character, desire, right tactics. But we, won, yeah, but we won four straight games. They showed all that in, in yeah. them games. Yeah,
4: and then we changed it. Do
3: you we, know what? Um, we, changed so the we changed the players.
4: Yeah. You changed what? The players. We changed the players.
3: you can't illness and injury and, and playing two games a week. Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, Dan, come on. We're on, players are on fifteen grand a week. All they do is play football And they can't play two lots of 90 minutes Over seven days I'm not saying they, they, they can't Because you've seen players do it all throughout the 80s and 90s yeah. What I'm saying is just the way football is these days They don't <laughs> I know it sounds T- stupid and cliche But it's uh, very very um, True A lot of people saying in the comments That Bradley backs coming in, in January oh, Dan
4: right, Don't Damn. tip me over the <laughs> edge Dan
3: <laughs> You want <laughs> Joe? You know what I'm going to put out there, right?
0: When, um, oh, mate, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> I know what I want to say, but I'm trying to. No try pressure, to we're, we're live, we're um, live, no pressure. So we actually, you go back a couple games ago, fair enough, we've had a little bit of a blip last few results. But we didn't do one single one of these shows through that spell where we had that four on the bounce. And spirits are high. So if we had the show during then, we'd all be saying something completely different. We go yeah. back to them, and similar to how I've set up my team there, if we had the consistency, no injuries, we was getting a settled side there, this league is there for the taking, and I would say
3: we'd get top six easy. Yeah. But you have to factor in injuries and things like that, because all clubs get them. But Barry Taylor yeah. says, Dan, it's <laughs> a point in this conversation, when Leicester won the Premier League, half their players were top six in the Prem. But they was, because yeah, they won true. the league, they'd they done it. So what I'm saying to you all is, this is the argument I've got. If our players are good enough to get us in the top six, a lot of people saying, a lot of people aren't saying that our players aren't good enough. A lot of people saying our players are good enough. Well, it's funny how yeah, not one of us put Leonard in the team, isn't it? For, for Tabellis, he's, be he's kind of.
0: Man. Yeah, I know, but you have said any player that you can put in the
3: team. I know, I still forgot he was even. Yeah, but
0: during his whole career, he's had little spells with us, but I don't think he's had that long enough consistent run where you can validate saying, yeah, all right, I'm going to throw him straight in.
2: I, 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 I just brought him up because I just remembered him myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, was fucking forgot, I forgot about Ryan Sanders. He could, he be, he that, he could
3: be that driving force in midfield to go forward with the ball. If He's he, done, mate. He's 31 <laughs> now. He's constantly injured. Yeah.
2: Well, but if, if he wasn't,
3: if he wasn't injured, then maybe. But I don't think it's, it's, a, it's a pointless argument because... People were saying a lot of people were saying we've got the players; it's the manager. So, what would, what would, a, what would a different manager bring then? That maybe I should structure the question that way. What, what would a manager do different to get us from tenth into the top six?
4: So, I think I think the argument I think the argument that the guy was making about the Leicester team is that if you if you went through the premise or if you went through the uh, Championship and picked your top, you know, your best goalkeeper. your best left back, your best centre-backs, then all right, a lot of the Millwall team probably wouldn't get into it. And that's fine, that's understandable, usually based on stats and what you've seen anyway. But what what I'm trying to say is that if, with the unit that we've got, and if we change the way we played and, you know, adjusted certain tactics, let players play in the actual position that they're meant to, they were bogged to play in. Well, I agree a lot of our players are out of position. It, it frustrates yeah. me. Then, all of a sudden, I don't see why we don't have a team. And I've said this for the last couple of seasons. That's before Fleming turned up. You know, bold Slammer, any of them players. We have a team that is capable to at least challenge to get into that top six. At the moment, yeah. the way we play with the players that we have, we're not going to get into the top six. So that does boil down to the manager.
3: Yeah. But we four straight wins, six wins, set one defeat in seven. That's that is currently promotion form. But you can't win every game. You can't guarantee each player is never going to get injured. You can't help no, no, suspension. No, 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 no. My argument is is that in four
4: games we changed formation, and then he managed to get his teeth stuck into it, and now we're going back to boring, boring football. I don't, I don't see it. Honestly, I don't see it changing until we change our formation again. The boys let them have the shackles off a little bit. We will continue to play boring football
3: again. I, I think the goalkeeper, the back four, and the midfield are fine. I just think go to two central strikers and invest in January, and I, I do believe we'd have half a chance. And two players, I said, one
2: driving force midfield, or one striker that can hold the ball, that can head the ball.
3: We need a big horrible striker, don't we?
2: We don't need a big striker. He only I has think to we the only. He only has to be about six foot tall, six five foot eleven, for someone that can be good in oh, the Get me in. Well, well, you know. But um, also, you've got to look back at our team as well. Is Our beach is quite strong as well, isn't it? When you yeah, look at bench,
3: that. yeah, but we're oh, all we're saying think. that, and at the same time, we're, he's bringing subs off and putting subs on, everyone's moaning yeah. about the subs that are coming on yeah, and off. The, only, the only problem is with our, a lot of our players, they're only
2: good for 20-minute spells.
3: Right, so then they're not, yeah, then they're not top six players, are they? If they can't do it,
2: well, okay, so you've only got to look at Bennett when Bennett comes on with last 20 minutes, brilliant. Um, a B- B- fury, fury comes on, a fury last 20 minutes, he's brilliant, and he's on the they've got that bit of bit, they're not 90 minute players, that is our problem. Our squad is not fit enough, it's they don't, I mean, Bennett never lasts 90 minutes, uh. Fury can't like. I mean, don't put in a performance in ninety minutes, but bring him up the last twenty. He's a well-beater. and we got two million type players.
4: I think if you're gonna if you're gonna play wingers, then you have to go back to that standard, pretty much your four four two two, your four four two, or your four four one one, right? Do you know? I don't know whether you guys remember. Well, yeah, of course you're gonna remember it. <laughs> you not know, remember when you had Marlon Romeo and Fred Onyedimma on the right? And the chaos they used to cause, or you know, the Christoph Kinne, the proper wingers that we, Steven Reid, Paul Iffill, the proper wingers that we used to have, that used to score goals and create goals constantly. Now what we've got is we've got wingers that think they're strikers. The Mason Bennett's, the Tyler Buries, um, whoever else there is. They don't know what they're meant to be doing. Wingers are meant to be knocking that ball down the line, taking their men on, delivering across for us two strikers to,
3: to attack. But football is so simple. Right? I, know, I agree. And I'm going to say saying I've said about five times tonight. And it is boring. And I admit that. But football has changed. No one plays 4 4 2 wingers. I think they no. should. I yeah. think they should. But, but what it is now, they're all looking at these Premier League sides. And they think, you know, when Marino first come over and will winning everything with Chelsea, he had one striker and these two wide strikers that were sort of wingers but would join in with a striker. And we're trying to do that. And, you know, we ain't got the players to do that. We haven't, we haven't got the quality to do it. And, the same, uh, and deliveries as well. We don't get the deliveries. Wide. They seem a little bit lost and out of position, not really effective matches, the wingers, don't they? Yeah. As a result. It's hard work. Fucking it is hard work. It's fucking, it's where it's always our blood pressure's coming from. <laughs> so yeah, no, this is a good a good point. No goals in our last three games. Isaac Lafay should start Saturday. Now, I, I wouldn't have an issue with that at all if a Lafay started on Saturday. Well, that you, you
2: you watch the under twenty ones. I mean, we're talking yeah. about our club has not produced a striker. I mean, of, of any elk, you know, I don't know O'Brien like John Markey in the last 30,
3: 30, 40 years, have they? Well, that George well, Alexander had never given him a chance and released who? him. And then they've now got a, a, a youngster called Tom Leahy, who's, who's uh, it's his first proper year in the 21s. He, he was in the 18s last season, but playing up a few times for us. How old is he? He's fucking 20, I think. Well,
2: if he ain't good enough by eight, 20, no point well, in
3: he, actually, no, he's not 20. He's like 18, 19, but he's fucking good. Scores yeah, goals. Like,
2: you know what I'm saying? Give the give him something a chance because we ain't got nothing at the moment.
3: We've also got a really good left wing back called Nino Abdulmalaki, and he he's really coming on. He's attacking, his scoring goals, and creating chances. But I I, I know we should be talking about the twenty ones for previously the twenty threes. Everyone's right in saying that, and who we got? I just feel it's a bit of a fucking pointless conversation for another reason than Rowick in my mind, he's just not going to fucking use them, which is stupid because that's what the fucking youth structure is there for, isn't it?
4: Yeah.
3: But yeah, he just hasn't and won't fucking look to them, I don't think. I think the
4: big argument is is until uh, we can't really argue about whether we need to get another striker in or whether we should get anyone from the under 21s until we actually use the people that we've got in our squad properly. You know, once you've got, if you've got a phobie fit and, you know, even if you do give a phobia and Bradshaw another another chance. But that was last season, and you know, I've done loads of things last year that I might not be able to do as well this year. Everything changes.
3: Tony is 18 years old, born in 2004.
4: So or give Volkslammer and Bradshaw a chance, or Volkslammer and a phobie. Put your strikers up front and see if we can start scoring more goals. But you need to have two, whether it's a Lafay, Bradshaw, Volkslammer, a Phobie, whoever. When you, when you think about that, though, Isaac Alaffa, young, strong, powerful striker. When he played against Cambridge, I didn't actually think he'd done that bad. He did. I know he missed a couple of chances, but he was always there. Um, a phobie is a, a, a veteran striker. I'd say, you know, if, if we needed something extra, you could bring him on. Boggle Slammer is unknown. And Bradshaw, you know what you're going to get with him. But we're not utilising our striker strengths. So until we do that we can't really say
3: well we need to, we need another striker true. i mean all, all, all of our strikers are fighting a fucking losing battle look at Bradshaw. every yeah. week yeah He's getting balls pumps up to for 70 yards up there on his own
4: yeah
3: five foot fucking the is, the majority, of us, the majority of us are then turn around
4: and go Bradshaw shit you yeah. know bradshaw's not scoring goals bradshaw showed me guy didn't he at the
0: beginning of the season i tried to back him yeah, yeah. But the difference with a phobia is a
4: phobia missed some fucking sitters and can't control Paul saves life. But then he's again, current... you look
3: at some of the goals he scores, he takes really well though. Yeah, the older ones, isn't he? But have not too much time to think about. He's currently injured, a phobia, I think. Anyway, but we did have this guy, as Mitch annard says, or Annard, Annand. Uh we did have Zach Lovelace, who scored about 20 goals for Rangers B team. He actually came on from in the Champions League. That was out of our hands. He um his advisors, shall we call him, call them. They they wanted him out of the club. Um, I don't know, boys. I don't know. What we think in Saturday, Preston, they're um they're doing all right.
0: Backs are winning ways. We're winning that. This this is the big one, I think, for me. This is the first
2: six-pointer of the season. Yeah. Okay, because if we win that, I'll say if we win that, I think we go above Preston and we'll be sitting. Just pretty there for the uh for the break, yeah. And into like most clubs will do, they want to reinforce. But then it'll be up to and, and this is what makes me laugh now. When if we do beat them and we're sitting pretty like seventh or sixth or something like that, is that our business should be done already to sign two new players for January the first, not wait to February, uh end of January to sign the players. Should be done and
3: dusted now. They should know they're signing. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what, what, where we stand with this transfer window because obviously the World Cup's on. Yeah, well, so it's going to be the same, though, isn't it? January. I don't know. Is it going to be the same still? Yeah. Oh,
2: I'm not definite on that, but I'm thinking
3: what, we maybe, should... maybe what you're saying yeah, is right. right.
0: The
3: same. Yeah. yeah what Pete's saying is right. for a, a lot of players ain't playing, any, particularly players we're gonna, we would be interested in signing, we're not going to sign anyone to the World Cup, be like Pete's saying, get it done early. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yes, you've got three months. November, December, January. And the mill will not leave it to the first, end of January. It's three months you've got without a game, or really, like, where you can look to sign side your players. Get them signed on the dotted line for, to start on January the 1st, for God's sake.
3: This what 80 it 80 it's what makes it up. new on Saturday at Preston. That's what I fear it's going to be. Preston drew... Well, again, not fear. So it's a, good, it's a good fucking point in the road. They're, they're up there at a minute, Preston. I think they drew six of their first seven games, nil-nil. But they found yeah. a bit of form now. and They started knocking teams over. I think they're in the top six. They won um, a last
2: two in a bit red in the other night. It looked all right.
3: Looked yeah. Good. Oh, that was uh, Ched Evans, he called him something else. Ched Evans, didn't they, scored um, two goals? Two goals. Yeah. yeah, I saw them. People but, said that, um, a few people said the thing, the under-21s are at home tomorrow. They are at home at the den at 1 30. Um, kick-off against Colchester, it's a fiver to get in, £2.50 to park in the car park, £2.50 goes to the Mill Community Trust, I was there last week, I've got to work tomorrow so I can't get there, which is annoying, so I did want to go, but there you go, alright boys, well listen, because I've got the Lion's TV light and about three others plugged in, I haven't got my laptop plugged in and where the battery's just getting low, 8%, so any other business are we happy with that?
2: Uh, yeah, I just think we just got to get that result Saturday. That's the big one. That's the first six point of the season for
0: me. I'm so, pretty happy with things at the minute. Sorry, you know, you know, I, I've just I've been a bit quiet because I'm just trying to read some of the comments and the way some of the conversation's gone. I feel like, obviously, as I say, we haven't done a podcast during that little spell we had, but I feel like all of a sudden it's just going a bit negative. Everyone's like, "What would a different manager do? What needs changing?" Personally, I think we're doing all right, and I'm pretty happy with the way things are going. By that Huddersfield um, display, yeah, same, yeah. Um, don't same. get me wrong. January, I'd still strengthen. I think no matter where you are on the table, whether you're up top, bottom, middle, you always want to strengthen. But yeah. in all honesty, overall, I'm I ain't got too too many complaints, and I'm I'm pretty alright with the way things are.
3: I'll be honest, I, I am I am as well. My best mate always says to me, "Get, all right, get someone else in." Get some, to try and get this footlock to play because they're fucking useless. See, see, how, see how you get on then. He goes, look at the players we've got. Look at the players we've signed. Sign players from League One. This is what he, say, he says to me. Sign mm-hmm. fucking Callum Stiles from League One. If he's any good, someone else would have bought him. You've got only who wasn't wanted by a hole. He's quite like that about it. You know, get someone else in. No, one, no one's going to work wonders on his side. And I'm inclined to agree to a point. However, I think we could help ourselves by playing players in the right positions and taking away these fucking two wide-wingers. But going into the international break 10th, I think we're not in a bad position at all. If we get a result Saturday, even if it's a point, one defeat in eight, and then like Pete says, try and invest. But again, that's the worry, the investment, isn't it? It's,
2: it's always I'm the same. Mill's we'll always the same when it comes to this. You know, how many times we've been, we've been there or thereabouts the last few years, and we don't go out there. Give, you'll see some of them teams now... Uh, there or thereabouts up there will go out and spend a lot of money if they're thereabouts on on a, on a few players. And that we need to follow suit. If we've got any sort of ambition at all, we need to follow suit. And we need to invest and that push on. Well, back to Berylsen, like I say, I've got no complaints about signings. I know that ain't worked out the way he wanted to work out. But um, uh, I think Berylsen, you've got to go again, mate and just go out and get two more players, and I'm sure, without that doubt, we'll make that top six. Because
3: this, the is the, is, this league is not, there for the taking. If we go and buy a couple of players, we're not going to go and buy any one like we all want, like, fucking three, four milks. We'll get loans in. We'll get fucking journeymen. Well, Ken, what do you think we need in January, other than a new manager? <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I don't know. Maybe... You know, maybe it is worth just getting a striker in, um, even if it's you know another young striker. Um, someone, you know, give someone a, a a chance. However, we do have Isaac Glafe on the bench that hasn't had his, and like I've said before, another three strikers that don't get their chance to play, play either. So, I think I think just as Millwall fans, you look at it in two different ways. You either you look at the table. Say we're tenth, and like you say, we're undefeated in seven, and you're ecstatic with that, or you look at the way that we play and think we could do a lot better, and get frustrated when we don't. And mm. you know that's why that's why we're so divided as fans. Sometimes I think
3: he tried he tried the tippy tappy football for far too long, and it didn't work. Then he did change it, and he's gone direct. And I think we've done all right. The Huddersfield game aside, I think we've done all right recently. I think we've tried to mm. win football matches. I think we have won some football matches. What could we do different to either tippy tappy football or f- long ball? Do we go all in the middle. sack? I don't know.
4: Play through the middle. You've got we got ballers in our team now. Play through the middle. Yeah. Mitchell, look, look at me. Mitchell is like a, just a different, a different player since um, since he's been given a little bit of freedom. You've got Savile mm. so assured in the middle as well. You've got Fleming just in front of him. Um and then if you had two strikers in front of Fleming, like, right, literally, and you've got the option of Danny Mac or Styles bombing down the left or the right, I just don't understand how Rowett can't see that. You know, what we do, knock it out to Danny Mack, who's at the halfway line, and Danny mac has got to try and take someone on, probably one-two it with Billy Mitchell. If that don't happen, Billy Mitchell will then send it wide over to the other side, and we're constantly just trying to put a deep cross in I
3: hope that Bradshaw grows a set of legs. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't play enough through the middle, but in the formation we're playing... Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I'll get it, I'll get it. Okay. Do, you, do you remember
2: when Savile was uh, was with us last time? He was always, always ghosting in the box and scoring goals, wasn't he? Yeah. That was his strong point. Yeah, ghosting was. in the box and getting us going. He doesn't do that anymore, does he? I don't know whether he's been told to hold he's back. He's playing a little
0: bit deeper because he's got Fleming higher up now, anyway. he? Yeah, well, he's it's playing it's slightly it's different,
2: different, different formation. formation. That, maybe that position again where, because that's mm. how you get your goals. Midfielders ghosting into the boxes that they're not watching. And that's what Saville used to do in abundance. And he doesn't do that no more. He doesn't do that no more.
3: I mean, We all agree saying go through the middle, but you can't say, well, go on, play through the middle. We need to play through the middle and we'll win games. You, you know, you still got to get through the fucking middle and find ways and means and doing it with the players we got. No, don't yeah. necessarily go for
2: the. It means go to the middle then knock it out wide, but get nearer the goal and then press, press, press them.
3: Get go. behind them, then play and the wide. wide. And get behind them out wide, but and the then we we'll we'll, we'll the centre forward and no, running no, behind. Mate, them.
2: We're, we're knocking it to the wingers in their own half. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're knocking it to the wingers in their own arm and asking them to beat three players down a week, yeah? Instead of playing through the middle and him trying to cut across, that's what we should be doing. It's not rocket science, is
4: it? No. I but honestly I'll... believe I'd get Millwall into the playoffs if I was a
2: manager.
3: <sighs> yeah. I'll be... I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll get... I always used to think I'll that about myself. Right. Yeah. There's a lot more to it, boys. There's a lot more to it. It's not, you know, mm. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, 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 it's what we're here for. It's fucking been another enjoyable hour of thirty seven minutes. That's gone well Um that has gone really quick, in it, yeah. I enjoyed that. But um that is good night Vienna, unfortunately. Your battery's now on five percent. And will fucking exhausted. I've been up since half five this morning, been at work and I'm going back again in the morning. Mitchell could be yeah. <laughs> All right, well listen, who's going Saturday? Anyone? Ken you are on you. Uh here, my mate Danny. You and Danny going? Yeah, you'd like to do full time reaction if I don't go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: Danny, me and the boys as well. So me and Archie and Charlie are going as well. Oh, nice. I'm on the
3: fence, mate. I don't know what to do about Sadie. Someone has I'm said I might go Preston. I'm not sure. Someone, someone has,
2: has said something on else on Saturday.
3: Saturday.
2: Go, but I'm thinking I might. I might. I might make an appearance there. I'm not sure. Of
3: Oh my, I, did not have, sure. I did
4: have someone, I think it was Chris Brown Dan said that if Kenny's going to press And he's going to buy me an hot
3: dog So I'm going to hold him to that Our new King Kenny <laughs> Kenny for gaffer Fuck there me
4: Chris Brown, He I mean, says it's big enough, hot hot enough
3: out of you lot. It's enough out of you lot He <laughs> says it's big enough There'll be some Lions TV content later in the week Anyway, there'll be um, Score predictions if the boys send them over And um Preview and there'll be some obviously either watch along or I'll be there. And there'll be some video reactions from definitely Kenny and maybe the Godfather Peter O'Mara. So thanks for watching, everyone. Um, please subscribe. Oh, we well, wouldn't be if you couldn't. Subscribers only, I changed it halfway through. So um, yeah, do I want to say please subscribe to Lions TV? You <laughs> used to, it. it just rolls off. You gotta do <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Get other laughs> Please unsubscribe to Lions TV. Come on, you Lions. Come you
0: Lions.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.